the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. From Talk 910 KNEW San Francisco, this is Rob Black. Rob talks about your money every weekday, live and local, from 10 to noon. Enjoy the show. Live from the Bay Area, your money, your life. This is Rob Black. 800-345-5639. Our president prepares for his big State of the Union speech tonight. Good reminder that you should look at your state of the union, your state of finances, your state of your world. Where are you at? I think all too often we just cruise through life. And once a year, you should look at your stock portfolio. You should look at your investment portfolio. You should look at your 401k, your 403b, your 457. You should look at your will. You should look at your trust. You should look at your estate plans. You should look at your mortgage. I just get recently got an email from someone that says, can an adjustable rate mortgage be a good thing? It can. There's no doubt about it. Uh, for instance, this person got a five-year arm at basically 3.5%. And there's no doubt about it that this adjustable rate mortgage is going to give her a lower cost of mortgage for five years. That's a good thing. The question is, is does real estate go up in the next five years? Question. If it doesn't, she may not she may not be able to refinance that home and she may be, you know, left leaving it, selling the property because she can't get a loan for it. If the, if, the ho- if the home comes down in value, not good. Now, you can put nothing down sometimes with adjustable rate mortgages and suddenly you could say, well, I don't care if I lose the house. I'll just walk away. And again, that's your own personal taste. It's not mine. Um, and adjustable rate mortgages in an environment where we're at 6 to 7% interest, for instance, I bought a home back in 1999, and my mortgage rate started at 8%. It was an adjustable rate mortgage. By the time 2001 and everything came along, we had a slow economy, so the Federal Reserve was lowering interest rates to try to stimulate the economy, stimulate borrowing, stimulate mortgages, so issues along those lines, get a lower credit card interest rate so people could buy more. So they were lowering interest rates, lowering interest rates. So my mortgage went from 8 to 7 to 6 to 5 to 4 to 3%. It was pretty sweet. It was this crazy march lower. And it made my payments wildly affordable, even more affordable than they originally were. And when I finally put a renter in the place, I was cash flow positive. Sweet, sweet. But in this scenario, we're already starting at low interest rates. So an adjustable rate, it could adjust higher if interest rates march higher. So you have to be very, very careful of that. Very, very careful. This is a call-in show. You can pick up the phone. Give me a call, 800 345 Five six three nine. It's eight hundred three four five five six three nine. There was a website that I shared in the first hour that is really, in my opinion, for twenty year old, thirty year olds. I try to educate people on financial issues, and I think this is a really good site. It's called justthrive.com, justthrive.com. And ultimately, what it does is it gives you a score. I think that's the coolest thing I've ever heard, because we're a nation of we want to be passable. And I haven't signed up for it. I'm going to. And I'll give you my personal review after I do. 
but it's a website that's really starting to get a lot of population going. So it looks at your credit score. It looks at your debt-to-income ratio. It looks at your rainy day fund. And don't we want to be a nation where we get a 10? Do you remember in elementary school how great a feeling it was when you got a gold star? Like, you were like, damn right, I got a gold star. So if we can get a 10 on our financial score, you'll be like, damn right, I got a 10. This weekend, I'm going to go to the mountains and ski because I got a 10. Whereas if you have a five, you're like, I should improve it. I should improve it. I should improve it. I love that. Thrive breaks down your spending into purchases and bills. It shows you how much you've spent, how much you've saved, how much you've overspent. I like it. So I like the concept enormously. Spending goals give you automatic goals. And again, it ties into what your score is. I don't know. Clearly, the system's going to have some flaws. They could show you like how you can get a better credit card, things along those lines. And there'll be some commercialization of it. Uh, you can do your bill pay online, which I love, by the way. Screw stamps. I hate stamps. I hate the post office. I think I stand for each and every one of us when I say I hate the post office. Although I'll say this, still sitting a, a letter cross country, pretty damn cheap. 800-345-5639 to get your calls in the air. It's 800-345-5639 to get your calls in the air. Some basics on investing or China. Basics on investing or China. I want to do China first, and I should probably do China second because I want people to invest in international stocks. I do. But I, I got to keep reminding you of the, of the precaution. As China has become more powerful, it's an emerging economy. They're eager to put their best foot forward, trying to impress Western consumers. They've lifted censorship, at least temporarily, on several websites before the Beijing Olympics. It responded to pleas from the United States and European politicians to cooperate on several other fronts. China is no longer emerging, though. They've emerged. As sooner and more assertively, they've been expected. They're very assertive now. A couple months ago, they're like, hey, we'll, we'll cut down on our censorship. Now they're like, ah, we'll hack Google. We'll go kill some people. Now it's currency is frozen at an undervalued level. The internet controls are stricter than ever. Google, one of America's most prominent companies, is threatening to leave. The severe recession is fast-forwarded history, catapulting an unprepared world into a period of uneasy cohabitation between the United States' number one economy and the eventual successor. The eventual number one economy is China. They're number two right now, and they got there damn fast because the whole world hit a recession, except for China. Now, in my mind, they're our greatest hope and our greatest fear. So no one was quite ready for this. For the first time, you know, Chinese spending, not the U.S., it's key to the global recovery. China's GDP could overtake the United States within a decade. We used to talk about 2020. Now we're talking, you know, 2018, 2016, before they take us over. It was at one point in time in my life, 2030, before they beat us as a nation as far as GDP goes. They're going to get there pretty darn fast. So with that said, now that they've asserted... They're a little bit more communist. A couple months ago, a couple years ago, they're a little bit more capitalist. That's going to ebb and flow. It's going to ebb and flow. Now, let's talk a little bit about the first-time investor. Or let's talk about the person who suddenly become aware. I'm going to work for 40 years, and then I better have a nest egg. First thing you need to know is you need to narrow your objectives. <laughs> because I want to buy a car. I want to buy a boat. I want to buy a house. I want to go on vacation. Like, you need to narrow it a little bit. You need to figure out what you truly want. You're not going to be able to achieve every financial goal you've ever dreamed of. I want a gold toilet. Probably going to have to cross off the gold toilet for now. So come up with a list of things that you want. 
I think it's reasonable to say that you want a retirement home. You want a nest egg. You want to pay for your kid's college. Now you need to prioritize that list. So once you come up with a list of 10 things, put it in priority. Again, travel around the world, probably not as important as have a nest egg that will pay me until the day I die. Second home, probably not as important as paying off your home before you retire or right around the time you retire. So you need to come up with some ideas. I think you need to focus first on the goals that matter, like I said, and put the less desirable ones on the back burner. Next thing you need to do is prepare for conflicts. For instance, when I moved to California, I knew that I needed a million, well, before I moved to California eight years ago, I knew that I needed $1 million to last me till the day I died. And when you get to California, it's a conflict because I can't live off $40,000 a year. A million dollars will pay about $40,000 a year till the day you die. Now, you can't live off $40,000 a year in California. That's, that's like lunch. So when I came to California, there's a conflict. When you get married, there's a conflict. When you have a child, there's a conflict. You know, suddenly your million-dollar goal is, well, there's a conflict. And you like, suddenly I, I wanted a ta- Tahoe home for my second home. Well, that goes from priority number two to number three because the wife or that good. Do you see what I'm saying? So you're going to have to relist and, and reprioritize your goals. Put time on your side. Best thing that you have if you're younger is you can take greater risk than older people because you have a longer time horizon. For instance, China. If I was 60 years old, there's no damn way I'd have money in China. No way. Because I may need that money in the next year or two years. But if you've got 10, 20, 30 years, you got plenty of time. If China runs over people with tanks again, Tiananmen Square, fired up <laughs> running them over, it's okay because you've got 10 years for China to say, you know what? We're sorry. I'm sorry. You were right. I was wrong. And they'll fix their ways. You need to choose incredibly carefully. I think it's important that once you drop a list of goals, you should look for things that will help you financially secure them. You know, some of the items that wind up on, you know, it's like you got to have to get an emergency fund. Everyone in this listening audience should have an emergency fund. You need to get out of debt. Credit cards are killers. Credit cards are averaging 18% right now. That's like you get an 18% raise. That's fine if you can, but very few of us can do that. So you need to choose very, very carefully what you get into and what you don't. I think you need to include family members in your decisions of goal setting. I think you need to start right now. I think you need to sweat the big stuff. Whenever you make a large payment for anything, like a car, like a house, it's a big expense. You don't get close to your goals. You're reducing your ability to get close to your goal. So if you take a big cruise that steals money away from your kid's college fund, that's not funding your goal. Not, not your top priority. It's funding your bottom priority. I think you, you sweat the small stuff. I think you watch your taxes. I think you watch your, you know, the big ticket items for sure. But you also watch your small ticket items like coffee, like cable. And the most important thing to become a good investor or a good saver is to understand that things are going to change. I'll come back to this in just a second. Let's go to Prakish in San Jose. Prakish, how are you? Prakash, Prakish. Prakash, Prakash. Hello? I hear you. Yeah, Prakash. Prakash. Am I on the air? You are on the air. Oh. <laughs> I'm an artist, and... Uh... I paint a painting about California every day, and I post it. And I'm also a part-time instructor, but financially, 
not as successful as I would like to be. Yep. What I think you need to do to get financially successful uh-huh. is to build it into your budget per cash. And, okay. And let me talk a little bit about that. And thanks for the call. You build in your budget saving. And the best example I can give you is when I was in college, 15%, $166 a month, I would save no matter what. I would save $166 a month for my retirement before I paid for college, before I paid for beer, before I paid for rent, before I paid for anything. I automatically saved. Now, you need to look at your budget and figure out maybe I'm spending too much money on oil. Maybe I'm spending too much money on canvas. Maybe I can cut costs here. Maybe I got some restaurant uh, spending that I can cut down. You need to figure out on your line item, on your budget, $200 a month for saving. If you can't do it, you just need to realize I'm going to work till the day I die. Or I need another profession so that I can save money. 800-345-5639 to get your calls in the air. It's 800-345-5639. It's Rob Black Show, 9, 10 a.m. More stimulating talk. show because I've been updating you a lot on what is and is not the Apple iPad. It is not called the iSlate. It is called the iPad. Um, I'm still pulling information, so you got to kind of bear with me that this is slightly bad radio, but this is the freshest financial information that you're going to ever get. Um, let's see. This is just fun stuff. The Apple iPod displays uh, ebook reader at the iBook store. The Apple iPad ebook reader is in black and white, very similar to Amazon.com. Um, they got color, though. They also got video for New York Times. So if you spend money on New York Times, you'll also be able to link into video. For instance, there's a story today in New York Times on Afghanistan. So not only will they have the print story, but they'll show you some file footage of Afghanistan so you can actually see what it looks like. That's the basic idea. Um, what else just came out? They've got the iWorks or spreadsheets for presentations for documents. iPad iWorks applications are going to be $9.99. That's a lot cheaper than going with Microsoft Office at $150, right? So it's a little bit on the cheaper side. The iPad eBook reader uses a format similar to Amazon.com. It uses EPUB format. Um, It's right now unsure, though, if you're going to be able to import your own books. It could be superior threat to Amazon.com. Let me pull up Amazon.com because Verizon's in the news today tied towards Apple. AT&T's in the news tied towards Apple. But Amazon is too. The Amazon's trading up a buck today. No big news, right? Let's take a look at how it's done in the last three months on this march towards the release of this product. Well, Apple, Amazon's gone from 140 to 120. So the last three months, the stock has sold down. Today, it's going up. Remember, Apple stock is selling down today. Apple's down. Amazon's up. Interesting, right? Do you see where I'm going at with this? Apple comes out with this great device, and the shares go down three bucks today. It's not, you know, wildly hot. Actually, it just turned positive. Apple just went up two bucks. In the last 30 minutes, they've gone from down five bucks to up two bucks. So people are digging it. I think the coolest app that we're seeing for the iPad is the Major League Baseball app, where you can basically... You know, spend an amount of money, and you could watch baseball from 
your hometown. So let's say you go to, I don't know if it's going to be in the United States or it's going to be an international application, but let's say you go to Hawaii and your favorite team is the Giants and you want to hear the Giants broadcasters, you're going to be able to. And that's kind of cool. I mean, you can kind of see where we're going with this. Now, it's discretionary money. So what we're also learning, for instance, is it's going to have a data plan. Uh, 3G, two data plans with AT&T. No Verizon. Whoa. So Verizon got the old poo-poo on today. So for 250 megabits a month, you get 15, it's 15 bucks. Or if you want unlimited data, 29 bucks. So again, now, now AT&T suddenly becoming a different play. Do you remember in the good old days, AT&T did long distance local uh, service and um, what else do they do? Business, business lines. Now, you know, Mobile got broken up and they used to do network equipment and things like that. Now you look at AT&T as kind of as a wireless play because fewer people have it in their home, but they also have TV in their home now through AT&T's U-verse. So now you've got to look at AT&T as another thing, right? They're now selling data for our briefcase, an iPad. I'm going to call it a briefcase computer, smaller than a notebook, bigger than an iPod. I don't know. It's going to be wild to see if this catches on. If we get 6 million units sold now, again, there's going to be enthusiasts. The first day that it goes on sale in March, there's going to be the super nerd. They're going to be standing outside of Apple stores waiting to get in, dying to get in. So uh, we'll see if, if it catches on. But Verizon's selling down today. It's because they got the we're not we don't love you love from Apple. So a 6.0 magnitude quake hit the Philippine island regions today. They throw that out there. Um, let's see. Oh, oh, okay. Here it is. Remember I told you Apple iPod jumped enormously. What it was is they announced the pricing. iPad 3G models are all unlocked. Cost started at four ninety nine. iPad. 16 gigabytes can be $499. 32 gigs can be $599. 64 gigs can be $699. Shipping in 60 days. iPad has a keyboard accessory available that locks in. So you're going to be able to use a real keyboard on it if you want to. And the stock jumped five bucks when we learned the pricing was going to be $499. A lot more competitive than expected. Remember I said the, the Apple iPod is going to have to compete maybe, maybe with the Sony Xbox 3. No, 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 the Sony, oh, good God, am I that tired? The Sony PlayStation 3, Microsoft Xbox 360. So if to play games, $499, you are starting to get there. So it's interesting to note, the price pushed the stock up because more of us will be able to afford it. And again, with technology, that $499 model is going to be $299 this time next year. You know that and I know that. But then again, we're going to be going, oh, Oh, you only have an 8 gig, or you only have a 16 gig. So size does matter. In hard drives, size matters. You you darn well better believe it. 800-345-5639. I'm giving you all the Apple iPad updates as they happen. I know no other show has access like this, because I got Wall Street on my side. Um, What else is there? Okay, I think that's it. For now, I think that's it. They're going to be wrapping up that meeting anytime now on the iPad, and People are going to be scrambling back to their computers to figure out what exactly it does and or doesn't do. 800-345-5639 to get your calls in the air. It's 800-345-5639. Tonight we get the State of the Union address. That's important because what Barack Obama says as far as agenda goes, our economy will respond to and or won't. It looks to me like healthcare is dead. It looks to me like it's become nuclear. How did President Bush say it? Nuclear. 
looks to me like it's become nuclear and no one wants to touch it. Interesting to note. So Wall Street will, will reconfigure and instead of saying a trillion dollar deficit coming out of that, we'll say, well, maybe we'll get something that's positive. So the Democrats have put a low priority on the health bill. No clear path forward on major health care legislation. Democrat leaders in Congress have effectively slammed the brakes on it. And I'm not just saying this from my perspective. Senate Majority Leader Harry Reid, he's a Democrat out of Nevada, he deflected questions about health care. He said, we're not on health care. We're not on it now. We've talked a lot about it in the past. There's no rush. So the health care bill looks dead. Nancy Pelosi, House Speaker, she was working on a map, trying to get it out, trying to get some sort of health care overhaul in the coming months. But she said there are a number of options being discussed. Procedural aspects at the moment will keep us bogged down. Interesting, right? 800-345-5639 to get your calls in the air. It's 800-345-5639. Talk910.com. That's the website where you can get a podcast of the show. After the show, I'm going to record what's called a super secret, not so secret podcast. It's going to be an investment idea. You can only get it at Talk910.com. Now, you can get podcasts of the show at Apple iTunes under Rob Black and Your Money. Or you can get podcasts of the show at Talk910.com. You can always find me on the web at robblack.com, robblack.com. You can call the show 800-345-5639. It's 800-345-5639. It's Rob Black Show, 9, 10 a.m. More stimulating talk. Rob Black, 9, 10 a.m. More stimulating talk. Black Show. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial. I want to talk a little bit more about some of the basics of investing today, and I think I've done a pretty good job of that. What I promise to do is, on a day-by-day basis, is introduce more concepts. Today, I started super easy. Priorities. Figure out what you want. Come up with 10 things, maybe. A house, boat, car, a retirement plan, an emergency fund. Come up with a list. Write it down. I once fell in love with a girl named Carol Lynch, and she played, she was, I was six years old. I know you're saying that's funny. So I lived in Turkey, and we, I took her to see Sinbad. Well, I didn't take her to see, let me, let me correct the story. I had four older brothers, and my brother David Black fell in love with Carol Lynch's sister. So we went to see a movie. Basically, it was kind of like using me to get to the sister. Um, anyway, I remember, you know, at a tree, taking out a knife and carving in RBCL. I wrote it down. I made it true. So a lot of times you can have this 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 great concept in your head. Like, I'm going to start an internet site that is good television on the internet. I've said that a hundred freaking times. And I still haven't done it. I want to do TV on the internet. I want, I want, I want. This new Apple iPad is going to handle it. I know I should be there. But radio and television slows me down, and I know it. At some point in time, I just got to friggin' do it. But writing it down is big. It helps you prioritize. So, you know, 
today, later today when I have some downtime, I should be able to take a look at a list and say, cross that off, cross that off, cross that off. And at the top of the list should be Rob starting your own TV network. Because that's the future. So the internet's bandwidth is a lot bigger than, than television or radios. A lot bigger. So as far as channels go, why this show, for instance, why this station isn't listed at iTunes is weird. It's weird. I mean, we can have listeners around the world, you know, because iTunes is, is a great portal. It's a great gateway. It's easy to slip in, easy to slip out. 800-345-5639 to get your calls in the air. It's 800-345-5639. So write down your, your priorities because you're never going to get to where you want unless you do. You're going to have to introduce goals. You know, goals are really important to work towards. For instance, if you start at age 20 or you start at age 30, like if you just do brother and sister, you know, a sister who starts saving at age 20, the next 10 years, she stuffs in $3,000 a year. What's $3,000 a year? <laughs> Actually, I don't know. Um, what is that? 200, 250 a month, roughly? 250 a month. God, that's embarrassing that I didn't throw that out right off the top of my head. So, so 250 bucks a month. That's not a lot. That's not a lot. I know that I, I waste 250 a month. Look at this, the iPad. $499, a, a data plan that's, you know, 30 bucks. 30 bucks a month is, what, what is that? That's $360 a year. That's a lot of money. That's, that's a large chunk of your retirement plan. So someone who starts at age 20, puts in $3,000 a year for 10 years, she stops, never adds another penny. Now, when she hits 65, she's going to have $642,000. Now, let's say a guy starts at age 30, and he does the same exact thing, $3,000 a year, for the rest of his life. She only goes from age 20 to 30 and stops. She's going to have $640,000. He goes from age 30, $3,000 a year, $31, $3,000 a year, $32, $3,000 a year, $33, $3,000 a year, $40, $41, $42, a year, $50, a year, $59, $3,000 a year. Every year between 30 and 60, he only ends up with $518,000 or 20% less. That 10-year difference of doing it from age 20 to 30 is all the difference in the world. It's all the difference in the world. So the early bird truly wins. Um, I'm going to show, I'm going to do a show at some point in time because I just find it funny. Uh, early bird catches the worm. I don't want to eat worms, you know? There's so many sayings out there that like you don't want to be, but they're catchy and they're, they're, they're we, well, you get the idea. So you want to have goals and you want to start funding them. For instance, I want to have enough money to handle an emergency. Let's say today I get fired. John Scott gets in a huffy puffy. It says, you're fired. My salary's gone. Gone. Nada. Finished. When will I find another job? 12% unemployment? Not anytime soon. So I have to have money to last me one month, two months, three months. It's taking the average American over six months right now to find a job. Now, what's six months of my budget? Six months of my budget, I probably spend $4,000, $5,000 a month minimum. So I need $30,000 in an emergency fund. If I'm spending $5,000 a month in cost, in, in mortgage and food, I need $30,000 because that's how long it's going to take me to find another job to get out, you know, $5,000 a month in cost. Buying a house, getting out of debt. These are your goals. Enough money to retire comfortably, paying for your kid's college. It was interesting. I, you know, I told you I talked to a, a group of teachers and one of the teachers, one of them was 41 years old and a single mother and she said, should I... Should I walk out of my house and go live in an apartment? Yes. The number one important goal to fund is your retirement. Number two, three, four, five is your house. 
But number one, most important is to your fund your retirement nest egg. It's tragic. A couple things you need to do is really, really resolve conflicts in your life. For instance, here's a conflict. You know how I want to get, I want to get $1 million to $4 million in my nest egg. That's my goal, right? I want to buy a $500,000 home in Tahoe. I don't need a million-dollar home in Tahoe. I don't need a $2 million home in Tahoe. So right there, my, my, my budget, my goals are somewhere between $1 million five and $4 million five for my nest egg as well as for my dream home, my retirement home. And one thing that I got to do in there is I got to protect things. Right now, the best thing that I have going for me, other than my looks, my ability to earn income. So I got to get disability insurance. That's a conflict. If I've got a friend who woke up with Bell's palsy, he woke up with Bell's palsy. Now he went to a chiropractor, which I refer to them as Dr. Crackybacks. I don't like chiropractors. Don't like them. I don't know anywhere, any medical profession that you can get a degree from a highway Institute. I don't like. So anyway, he wakes up with Bell's palsy one day and you see, he talked like that. Now, fortunately, with Bell's palsy, it's kind of like a stroke on half your face. Fortunately, with Bell's palsy, most people work their way through it, and it all goes away because it's maybe like a virus in your spinal cord or something like that, and it just takes time for the virus to get out of it. If that was me, I'm done with TV. My TV bosses are like, sorry, Mr. Stroke Man, you're not going on. Radio would be like, sorry, Mr. Stroke Man, you're not going on. So I need disability insurance because John Scott may love me, but he ain't going to love Hey, everybody, pick up the phone, 800-345-5869. You ain't going to love that for more than a minute. It'll be cute for about a minute. So everyone needs disability insurance. Also, what other type of insurance do you need? Because if I lose my ability to earn income, I lose my ability to fund my nest egg. I lose my ability to fund my emergency fund. I lose my ability to get my Tahoe dream house. What else do I need? I need car insurance. I've backed up and hit a pole before. Thank God I didn't, and not a Polish person. Thank God I didn't back up and hit an attorney. My financial life would have been ruined unless I had the proper insurance in case. And again, I'm not taking cheap shots at lawyers. Yes, I am taking cheap shots at lawyers. Oh, could you imagine, you know, driving to work, it's a little rainy, it's a little slippery, and you accidentally run into a car of four lawyers? You're done. They're going to take everything you own. They're going to take everything you own, your mother, your brother, your sister, your kids. So you have to have the right levels of insurance. So these are some of the basic things. Now, again, in tomorrow's episode, not tomorrow's episode, but in future episodes, I'm going to expand on, on, you know, coming up with priorities, coming up with goals, coming up with funding of them, protecting those abilities to fund those because that's where you're at. And I'll talk about 401ks. I'll talk about mutual funds. I'll talk about other issues, um, estate planning and well. For instance, for instance, for instance, one of the teachers I met, her husband was from Algeria. She's an American woman. So it was one of those... And I'm not saying Algerian men are mean or nasty, but let's just say, what was the Julia, Julia, Julia Roberts film? Um, sleeping with the, sleeping with the enemy. Was that what it was? Sleeping with the enemy. Yeah. Where she basically marries a foreigner who basically beats the crap out of her. Um, and I don't even know if that's the true story of the plot line. Not without my children. Okay. Not without my children with Sally Field. Sometimes you marry someone who are very sweet and very loving, and then they don't turn out to be very sweet and very loving. So you have to plan for that. You have to plan for worst case scenarios. You have to plan for angles that don't come come true. And she said to me, she said, um, I got two kids with this guy. Do I need a will? I said, hell yeah, because if you get hit by a car tonight, you want your will expressed. You want your desires expressed. She wants her children raised by her mother and not by her husband or by the, the kids' parents. And 
a court may say, sorry, mom doesn't get them. Parental daddy gets them. Kids go back to Algeria. But at least her will will be heard. LegalZoom.com will put together a, a will for you cheap. It doesn't mean that it's going to work. But at least your will will be heard. Your desires will be noted legally. In case you get hit by a bus. 800-345-5639. It's 800-345-5639. It's Rob Black Show, 910 a.m. More stimulating talk. I'm Rob Black. I sacrifice a great deal of my private life to do this show for you. The compensation in radio is less than that of a street cleaner. I love what I do. I love doing it. I love educating people. At some point in time, it ends. I know that. You know that. There'll be a faster, smarter monkey out there who can play the cymbals better than I can. We're a nation who loves fast monkeys that play cymbals. I don't know. Has anyone seen that video? It's uh, it's pretty cute. It's making fun of President Bush and President Clinton recently got together to raise money for Haiti. <laughs> and uh, the video outtakes of it are fantastic because Clinton wants to top uh, Bush and Bush snickers through it. Like he, he's honestly like he's honestly like an elementary school kid, you know, who's putting rabbit ears behind Clinton. It's pretty funny. And then at the end of the video. uh at the White House or whatever set it was to look like the White House. There's a monkey that plays the cymbals. And I love monkeys that play cymbals. Let's go to Carla in Walnut Creek, 800-345-5639 to get your calls on the air. Carla. Hello, Rob. How are you? I'm okay at best. Okay, so here's the situation. I would like my oldest daughter, she's five and a half, in kindergarten to go to a private Christian school. My husband says... Uh, we're not putting in, he's, I'm a stay-at-home mom, he's working his tail off, yep. and uh, he is, we only have 6% going into a retirement because of the house we purchased two years ago. Okay. So he says, right now the money's not there, and I don't think it's going to be. I told him, I'm going to cut the budget, I'm trimming, trimming um, our excess, but I can prove to him that we can do this. And the other thing is, things need to into place if he gets a promotion yeah. which is pr- looking pretty good at this point and a possible bonus i'm saying let's just use that to pay for the first year tuition is you know steep but i think with sacrifices we could do it but he's looking you know he wants to do the retirement thing but this is the catch part of the conversation we had before this was he wanted to get a boat he says i, I you know i work i want to enjoy my free time so anyways that's some of the situation. Yeah, it sounds like y'all, the two of you, should write down your priorities and and hammer the, <laughs> and hi, hammer them out because boat versus private school, that could leave you a very bitter woman who basically destroys the marriage because of the bitterness. Oh, I wouldn't, I wouldn't do that. I'd enjoy the boat too, but I'm just thinking if he, I don't know how serious he is about you know the boat thing, and that yeah. would be about twenty thousand dollars. And I'm thinking if the school is about six thousand dollars, why not let's do that? You know, but then he pulls the retirement card, like well. 
you know, I'm only putting in, like I said before, 6%, and it's not the, the maximum or whatever. So, yes. Yeah. My personal opinion, and again, I don't know if I have enough time to solve this problem. My personal opinion is max out retirement at 15%. That's um, what I thought. Uh-huh. Rent a boat on weekends whenever you want to or borrow your neighbor's boat and do the private school if you have the money left over. Um, to me, boats are a pain in the asses. Um, there's, I, a, there's a lot of cleaning. There's a lot of taxes. There's, you know, you got to pay for storage. They're not, they're not cheap. So I would rather rent a boat in Tahoe the weekend that I'm in Tahoe versus owning a boat. But your husband may be like a sailor dude. You know, he may, it may be the most wonderful thing. Now, my friend Chad Burton, financial planner, he's got a boat and his children are out on the water basically every weekend of the summer and they've created tons of family memories. Um, So I don't think there's a right answer, but I think you and your husband need to to hammer it out a little bit more and, and to look at the budget and figure out if you can satisfy both of you. So it would be a little presumptuous if he, you know, like I said, everything had to fall into place. Yeah. If he gets the bonus, then we could, the money, you know, but I guess the money wouldn't be going into retirement. So maybe why, that's the other piece. Why private school? So why private school so early, Carla? Well, um, I went to private school. Okay. Also, the district that I'm in is having a lot of budget deficit, restructuring, yeah. overcrowding in schools. Although I'm in one of the better schools of the large district. Um, and again, it's an emotional thing. He went to public school. He turned out fine. Yeah, I went to public I, school. I turned out fine. I know. I went to private school, but I just, I, I really um, appreciate the spiritual component and the, that's worth, the type of energy. That's and worth something there, too. A low turnover rate of the teachers, smaller yeah. class size. Um, those are the things that I, you know, he said to me, well, we could have bought in a cheaper place, and then we could have went to private school. <laughs> Sounds like y'all fight a little bit over money, or at least y'all get tense over money. Yes. So, a uh, question for you. How much, how old are you, Carla? 35. How much do y'all have in the, the nest egg, the, the savings? Well, I guess, you know, the house makes a big, huge... Mm, I'm not asking about the house. The, the house, house is a liability. Okay. Our nest egg is probably, what did he say? We probably have about oh, 60 how much? Um, $65,000 in our okay. retirement, maybe more, closer to 100000 There's a pretty good chance you're not going to be able to retire in the state of California, just FYI. Okay. So, because you aren't saving, by the time you're 40, you should really have about two hundred to 300000 if you're going to live in the state, because it's expensive. Even in retirement, it's expensive. Um, so you're a little bit behind on retirement. I personally, again, if it were me, is I'd find out how to get more in the retirement savings um, and figure out if you can look at your budget. Maybe you can cut out a trip to Mexico. A trip to Mexico for a family is $6,000. I mean, that's the private school right there. Um, maybe there's, you know, the, like you said, the bonus could go to the private school for a year or so. Um, I personally, you live in the state of California, you pay California taxes. It's a shame that you can't send your kid to a California school. Um, maybe we get some sort of initiatives that you can get some money back, but I'd sit down with a budget. First things first is a budget. I, I, I talked about a really good website today, um, that you and your husband should sit down with justthrive.com. And then between the two of you, you can hide behind the internet in this website to say, well, we're not saving up for money for college. You can, you can hide behind your financial score to say, we need to do a little bit better here. We need to do a little bit better there. I would find some non-personal way. And a good one is a website, justthrive.com. 
I'd find some non-personal way not to um, get tense when you're talking to your husband about this. Because if the money's there, it'd be nice to satisfy all gods. And again, I think a boat is ridiculous. Um, I'm a wealthy dude, and I got no desire for a boat. I'd rather rent a boat and not clean the bottom of it, the scum off of it. So pay someone else, let someone else do that because it's a rental. Go to Tony in the Bay Area. Tony? What's up, bro? Not too much. How you doing, Tony? I'm all right. Hey, I didn't finish school, but I think I turned out all right. Let, let's find out about that. You ever been in jail or prison, Tony? Been in jail. Okay. Um, how how much do you make a, a, a job? Uh, I make nineteen twenty five an hour. Okay. Um, how much money have you saved for retirement? I just I just looked at it. I've been doing retirement for four years. I just looked at it just like two days ago, and it says I have forty five hundred dollars in there. Okay. And how old are you? Forty. Okay, you're not doing so good. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you'd say that. Well, with that, I'm just being honest. I yeah, I know, I know. First thing first, start an emergency fund in case you lose your job so mm-hmm. that, you know, you can have money to live off so you don't have to borrow money from mom and dad, so you don't have to steal money, so that you don't have to kill someone. Right, um, right. Have an emergency fund in case you lose that job because you never know. Right. You may have a boss who hates you. You may have a boss who, you know, tries <laughs> who tries to seduce you and you don't you don't want any of that. So No, I damn sure don't not from her. <laughs> <laughs> hey, another question is this this my company I work for. Yeah. The 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 thing that they go through is called Transamerica. I don't know nothing about it. Okay. And it says I have a hundred percent in like some fund, but it, it I don't think it's doing anything. Take a look and see if there's a ticker symbol and call me back, Tony. It, it sounds like Transamerica is the company that's holding your retirement plan, uh-huh. and it sounds like there's a mutual fund or a money market. Um, a money market wouldn't do anything. It would just, if you have $4,000 in it, it would look like $4,000. It wouldn't look like much more because interest rates on money markets are so low right now. But if you can find out a name of the fund that it might be invested in, or if you can find out a little bit more on it, um, I'll, I'll gladly give you a second opinion. But Tony, you need to get your butt in gear. Um, you need to start saving a little bit more money. Otherwise, you're going to work till the day you die. And there's nothing wrong with working till the day you die. But just know that it's not ideal. You know, retirement, Social Security... It's $20,000. That's it. Now, again, you know, teachers get pensions and government workers get pensions. Maybe you should look at a government job um, and, you know, get, put another 20 years into that. And then you'd at least have retirement plus a good little pension on some level. Um, if I were 40 and had nothing saved, I'd, I'd probably look at a government job. I really, really, really would. Uh, because you're going to fall through the, the cracks, in my opinion. So you haven't saved anywhere near enough. Good luck to you. Thanks for the call. We had a caller called up about Roku. And Roku and Boxy are two devices that hook up to your TV. And basically, it's the battle right now to bring the internet into your living room. And it's getting a boost from the adult entertainment industry. I'm not supposed to talk about porn. I'm talking about Boxy and Roku. Now, what they're doing is, in order, like Apple TV, they're too snooty. They're way too snooty. So Apple's not catering there. Microsoft and Sony, not catering there. But leveraging free and established paid content stores on the web like Netflix, Boxy, and Roku, they tout instant access to something, you know, that's out there. Pornography. Flip a switch. And suddenly you can get on your TV all the internet porn that's out there. And Boxy and Roku are saying, this is a business model, and we know that. In order to get one million units sold, in order to get established, that's what we got to focus on. Now, Apple has a very closed nature in accepting content. And that's not a good policy if you're trying to get the tablet 
onto the TV. If you're trying to get the box onto the TV, now again, it could be an internet box. It can be a box that downloads movies from Netflix. It could be a box that lets you buy uh, movies online. So Boxy and, and, and Roku have said, you know what? That content's out there, and we're not passing judgment on it. There recently was a consumer uh, electronic show, and right after that, there was an entertainment show in Vegas. And the two of them got together and said, maybe we can help each other. Maybe there's something there. Maybe we can help you sell units. So anyway, someone called up about Roku and whether or not they're going to IPO or not. I don't know. I'm not tapped into the IPO market as well as I should be. Thanks for listening to the show today. It's talk910.com. Glenn Beck's next. I'll be back in 22 hours. Rob Black Show, 9, 10 a.m. More stimulating talk. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.